Oh, shit, tape heads. It is once again time to make us a mixtape. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa. I'm your other host, Paul Farvar. And what we have done is constructed each separately our five song mix of songs that you play at a jukebox at a bar to let the world know it is time for your songs. Fucking around time is over. Right. right? And this is different from other mixes yes. in the past where we say best of because this no. is you're in a ju- you're at a bar. See, here's where we got it. Here's now here's where we got to we got to get into things. When I think of uh bars that I would be in that I'm playing stuff on the jukebox. It's going to be a divier bar. Yes. You know what I, you know what I like. I know exactly what bar I'm thinking of at my songs from my list. What bar are you thinking of? Marquee Lounge on in Chicago. It's okay. my go-to bar when okay. I was a uh, drinker. When oh. I used to get yawns in, okay. in the good old days. So mine are either um I just I think this is just the bar that I go to after a show. I'm in I'm in somewhere and I said, let's go to a divey the bar fun next bar. Door to the Laugh Factory was the Brennan's. Perfect. Brennan's was a great example. Uh, there were some good bars I remember like in Milwaukee. Uh, when you go downstairs, I can't remember what that was. Um, uh, just bars all over where sure. I'm like, let's go to a bar that has a jukebox, a pool table, and not a lot of people. That's what I, that's what I'm into. That's the Marquee Lounge. That's in, Brennan's. in Indiana. You know, that's back every in the bar day, in Indiana. every bar in sure. Indiana. Um, but the song choices that you're making. Yes. This is so you're you're at it's later at night. It's it's late. Um, you want to make I an am, impression on I a crowd am. of people that are at this, st- the the demographic yeah. at the bar. I'm yawned. I'm fucked up. You're fucked up. I want up. people to know these are my songs. Also, real quick, if you play the thing that plays your song ahead of other people's, you're a piece of garbage. Oh, I don't know. I do that all the time. Piece of garbage. What if it's shitty music that's playing and you need a break? If someone goes in there See, I did, I and think play I, like 80 I, I hear uh, No saying. Doubt songs, I hear what, what are you going to do? I hear what you're saying, but that's the beauty of... Bad song, bad song, bad song, and then hopefully, and I, you know, we'll have to talk about your list next week. But mm-hmm. that first song, that first song, should be a signifier of the mood is about to change, as Jim I've Ross used to say. Or no, Correct. Taz said that. I think the mood's Bob about Ross. to change. Jim Ross, not the Bob voice. Ross, uh, no, 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 not the. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the voice of, of wrestling. Um, the mood's about to change. That was Taz. So, um, you know, when that song comes on, it's just like, okay, baby, bullshit's over. Now it's time to have fun. This this mix of mine. You I might, understand. You might look at it and go, well, what about this? What about this? This is for fun. This is to get the crowd going, the other people in the bar going. Or conf- in your case, I feel like you purposely are confusing them at one point. Too. Hey, you got to troll a little bit, baby. Yeah. Okay. And you know what? <laughs> They're going to be happier for it. If I At the end of the night, if I go, hey, would you rather heard song A or song B? They're going to go, you know what? Song A, sure. was, so well, song A was pretty good. We'll get into that. Yeah, that's coming up. But here's the thing about the jukebox also. Um, the skipping and all that nonsense, yes. I, I'm all for it. If you are taking over, for me to get up and go to the jukebox, um, I've been frustrated by what's been playing. Yeah, I don't just go in, walk into a bar, unless the music that's been playing has been difficult. If I'm on a date, I'm like, hey, we're going to have some fun for the next yeah. five songs. Although sure. it's usually just three. Sure. But we're, we, you know, yeah, three for five bucks usually. Yeah, right? usually. Well, the new, the new vi- version is all kinds all of different prices. Shit, app, but, um, download the app. See, I don't like that. We went, you, me, before this podcast started, and uh, our dear friend Adam Burke went to uh, a bar with a jukebox. Uh, I don't remember the name of the bar, but it was late night. Yeah. And uh, you guys were shitting on the police. So yeah. I went in there. Yeah. And put, Had like, we been doing the podcast yet? What's that? Had we been doing the podcast? No, we were talking about the titles yes. of it. And this then was when Paul wanted to do a full album. Enough already <laughs> with that. But um, but that was when I went in and I was like, let's just see if you you guys learn. Because yeah. at one point, 
Adam Burke was saying, you know, the band Madness was better than the police. The police. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. that's that's another time where a jukebox comes in where you're playing music for people to introduce them sure. to new music. And or uh, music that they were wrong about. Part of the fun is there's a couple different things that I enjoy. Part of the fun is playing songs that I love that I don't think most people in the bar had ever heard Introduce of. Introduce them, sure. Um, or just like... When you didn't you, do that here. When you play a song where everybody's either like, oh my God, I forgot that song, or oh my God. Yes. Also, you have to understand... I agree with that concept. You have to understand where I came from, where I come from, Indiana. My people, we love we love hair metal. Yes, okay? I and, noticed the list. I, I I bookmarked it with hair metal because when you're at a bar shooting pool, drinking beer, taking shots, hair metal is the only music to have on. You gotta have hair. I almost went with Metallica one because now one's a great song because it starts off slow, then it gets fat. And I mean, like, imagine if you walk into Marquee Lounge and they're and it's blasting one by Metallica, like. I think jukeboxes are. I would probably get scared. I'd be like, I think it's such a dumb idea punk? for a bar to be like, you play whatever you want. We trust you, unless it's like, you know, there's some people like, oh, it's the best bar. It's the best jukebox in Chicago or whatever. Uh, you know, Joe was on the show uh, saying that the uh, 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 saying that the uh, best, the best jukebox in Chicago is at the um, uh, the fucking uh, what's the bar by the Old Town Alehouse. Old Town Alehouse. It's yeah. like, come on, no, it's not. That's horrible. That's not bar. the best That's bar in Chicago. Bad... They're the best uh, jukebox. The bar in Chicago. is great. The jukebox is sure, horrible. Sure. So. Uh, you just want these songs playing when you're having fun with your friends. And they're, I think these tend to skew more goofy. Like, I'm not going to play like, oh, the Radiohead, man. Like, I'm not going to fucking, no. It's, well, it's good timing music. good you timing be happy. Music. And I, nothing I, gets more good time. Well, wait a minute. Because you want to start with a bang. Here's here's my question for yes. you. You said that hair metal, all that stuff. You think the newer gener what's the the newer generation of Indiana kids? What are, what's their <laughs> I'm I'm sure what is it all like TikTok I and, No 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 I'm saying like people like because uh, hair band was before our time too, if you think about it. Yeah, probably So it's like uh, Pearl Jam and like Nirvana and like uh, Stone Temple Pilots, I would say. That is what that kids are playing now? The Indiana kids now? Their version of the hair metal stuff. The kids oh, that are like, you know, I don't think they're, they're probably like if you go to a bar, it's probably a lot of bad. Uh, for them, it's probably like, oh man, we're going to play like Baby by Justin Bieber. Like, won't that be funny? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Or we're going to play. There was uh, a. Like, I don't have. I mean. I don't know, man. Like, I I can even take like a boy band song or something, like a Britney Spears song at a jukebox late at night. If the bar if the bar responds appropriately, if everybody's listening and somebody plays "Hit Me Baby" one more time yeah, and everybody a laughs, elevator, yeah. sure, we're good. Yeah. But I think it's very important, just like putting a mix together. When I play the five songs on the jukebox, song number one has to be a signifier of, okay, What's their songs are over. My songs are up. You know what I mean? That's what I think. It needs to be like when everyone's fighting in the ring and then the, you hear the glass break and it's Stone Cold's theme song and everybody's like, oh, okay, here it's we time go. time to party. Yes. So uh, that is why uh, when you're going to- This uh, is a great start to- uh, a, One of the greatest starts to an album. Yeah. I shit on this band in one of my jokes on stage, but- No. And this, I, I shit on this album, but yeah. it really was a great song. Yeah. When it comes down to it, this is- Not uh, the whole song, just this the is, beginning. No, the whole song. This is usually <laughs> uh, one of my- And it was tough picking a Motley Crue song. Because uh, uh, girl, don't go away. Just go or don't go away mad. Girl, just, just go, go away. away. Fucking great one too. But anyway, here we go. First song. You'll know it. You love it. Kickstart my heart. Motley Crue. Listen to that right there. First song on the on the album. Just listen to it right there. But this is always my first song at a at a jukebox. I remember after a show, I was playing pool. I had my beer. I was just f playing all this shitty music, 
And one of the comics I was working with went, oh, I forgot. You're like a, kind of a hillbilly, huh? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. So this is a great song. Everyone knows it. Well, this song reminds me. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but this was the song where um, I had that compact disc player on top of my car, yeah. the, the portable one with yeah. the bass. Yeah. And uh, this was how we would test the stereo to show how good my Toyota oh. Celica stereo was. Uh, this was the awesome song. My girlfriend's dad bought a new minivan, and he wanted to really show off the speakers. <laughs> and he blew them out before they went on a road trip with their like a vacation oh, no. with their with their van. But what do you think of that? It's a pretty good. It's first a good. Song, it's huh? a good song. It, it's it's funny because um, this album was like my introduction to hair metal because I used to shit on hair metal, and then my friends. Uh, one of my good friends, Ryan Tanabe, was lover of hair metal. Good and job, I, Ryan. I bought the Dr. Feelgood album yeah. because it just it was just fun to listen to in Wasn't a car. That it's a great song. Like as a but kid, I would never play it at a, ju- at a jukebox. As a kid, you would buy a whole album just because your friends are like, this is what we're into now. So you better like get on yeah. board or get left behind. So you're like... Oh man, I gotta get this well, Pearl Jam. I cut album. the line. I cut. I would draw the line at like Aerosmith because my friends got into Aerosmith. I was like, I never could get behind that. I didn't. I never Getting bought an Aerosmith. The, I think that's just oh, so you know wild. what? I think I did buy one pump or whatever. But people don't know about this. Uh, this fun fact on this. Do you know the ba- the band themselves hates this album because this is when they went into the studio sober. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And no, people don't song. know that. And then it's like maybe you should maybe a couple of drinks here and there would have been a good idea. <laughs> I but think yeah, it's great. Great song. I think it kicks ass. Uh, have you done this song at a jukebox or at a bar and people just looked at you like, oh, this this jackass? I just think when they hear it, they're like, <laughs> everyone's like, what is that? And, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, OK. And then I, I tell you what, I think a lot of people, it's like a toe tapper. I think a lot of people remember this song and how much ass it kicks. And I think they just enjoy it. Do you? Hmm, I, don't, I don't know. I think certain people have a. a a negative vibe with a Motley Crue too, but like, I just don't understand how you can't hear this song and just be like, "Oh fuck yeah, this mm. is a fuck yeah song." I do like this song, and it's hard for me to shit on them on stage, especially when I do some. Like, crowd what work. are you gonna do? Play like "Come as You Are" by Nirvana as your first song? No. You know what I mean? Like, I would never pick listen, a Nirvana song. There's great songs. And there's songs that I have that I'm just like, well, that's a great song, but I'm just not going to play it. I was shocked. Right so now. you told me the songs that. Uh, um, that you wanted to do that didn't make the list. Yeah. And I was definitely, I, I predicted that you would have Garth Brooks. Friends of, in Low Places, yeah. so close uh, to to being, because that's like, I mean, you're, there's also your call and response songs, which, I mean, my next one is is all just a call and response sure. song. Sure. So that's that a was new, a song that I thought you would have, and yeah. I was shocked you didn't have Alkaline Trio on here either. So glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. They're too quick. Those songs are too quick. You, you're going to spend no three minutes. Those are uh, maybe two minutes. Some of those songs. Two thirty. So it's like that. I feel a little like uh, that's why I like Metallica. you got robbed of your money. Metallica one. If I'm at a bar in the middle of the afternoon and no one else is really in there, then I'll then I'll play one by Metallica because you're getting a lot for your money there. Are you though? Yeah. I mean, you, how yeah. much of that of that seven minute song are, are really good? It's like playing Stairway to Heaven. Shut up, dude. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not even hearing this. Shut up. It's such a I great mean, song. Alkaline Trio, you got me into them, and there's some yeah. good songs. But you, you're. It's just like as soon as you get into it. You know, like you're you're going to the bar to get one more beer because this cool song yeah. is on and you want to enjoy it with your friends, and then it's over. So it's like that's fair enough. That's a tough one. They're the Garth punk Brooks songs thing, though, same I, with like Ramones or whatever. It's also sure, so sure. very I quick. Get it. Very quick. The the country thing though, I was shocked that not one country song was on your list. <sighs> Some of them are just like 
I think if I was going to put one, Friends in Low Places definitely could have been. It's probably one of the most played songs. On yeah, TV. there's a couple it's on pretty there. pretty basic, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and listen, some of these songs are quote unquote basic, which is okay. Yes. There's a reason why McDonald's sells the most hamburgers because it's like very consistent and very like, sure. I know what I'm getting here. And when you play a Friends in Low Places, when you play, you know, the fucking, I don't, I don't like getting into the, the fucking, so good, so good, you know, oh, like Diamond, that's yeah. when we're getting into like, okay, now sure. this is just like we're losing control of this. Like, go do karaoke to that or something. I think I think Neil Diamond and uh, and uh, Garth Brooks are probably like the most common stuff that you'd hear at a podcast uh, at a at a jukebox at yeah. the bars that I go to. Yeah, and again, this is just me yeah. personally. This isn't like oh, the it's all you time. All right. Yeah, it is me. All right. <laughs> so my next song, uh, this is just this was like a, a a college party song that I feel like if you play it. Um, people know the song they don't know the name of the song exactly it's the the one song i i i people have called it the tupac song because they say tupac tupac right, right. so let's talk about it more after i play Tell them the name of the song. dj cool live version from the bahama club in philadelphia the only version <laughs> much like johnny cash did that live version of uh, uh boy named sue one shot and they did it here you go dj cool let me clear my throat I mean, when that hits right there, people are like, wait, I know this song. That and then they awesome. go crazy, and then you're the hero of the bar, and everybody's high-fiving you and bringing you shots and saying, why aren't you just a DJ? What are you doing? You know what I mean? So This is a good song. As a as a DJ of a bar, yeah. I, when I was actually a DJ, at, uh, yeah. shout outs to Kim. We'll come, we'll come back Champagne. a little bit. We'll come back a little bit. But to that's that a one. good one. But uh, yeah, it's classic. It's uh, it will get the bar going. I mean, I'm not going to play this if there's five people in the bar, which I prefer. But I am going to play this if it's like pretty crowded. This yeah. is definitely uh, yeah, when I got play in my this. back pocket. <laughs> what know? if there's like three people? It's like one thirty in the morning. That's when you play. play that's when you play one by Metallica. <laughs> Yeah, that do makes you, sense. You, you put this in, people are going to be mad. What would you have done if my last song was "Closing Time" by Semisonic? Would you have been upset with me? I would have. Would I, I would have thought you were just trolling. Yeah, I would right. have been like, "You're trolling me." Well, we'll get into trolling in a second. Yeah, we. Um, oh, for sure. Um, there are certain songs that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was definitely shocked by your list. I, I was. I, I'm going to be honest. I thought for sure you'd have. There are some songs that are clearly we'll get to here, but. Um, this one, one I, I I love this song, but I would never picture you putting this in. Really? Yeah, you're an Indiana boy. This is like a, I I love old school hip hop. Sure, I respect it. Uh, this is such a party song. This but was, before country, that's like it seems it would be odd to me. It just feels Especially right. It just feels right. Okay. You know what I mean? Sure. I just think like I, I'll be honest. Um, with country music, I I tend to want to just enjoy it by myself. Yeah. I don't want to enjoy it with the people who might like it, if that makes sense. Sure. Uh, and, um, you know, if I'm playing pool, I don't want everybody to just ignore the pool game and sing. I want people to still stay focused. I, you mentioned pool so much yeah. on this podcast. Well, you have to play. If you're, if I'm, if there, I mean, there has to be a pool table. Otherwise, what are we doing in this bar? Which is like. How, uh, I would, uh, let me ask you this. Yes. We've gone to bars after shows before. Yeah. And I've never seen you play pool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we've, we haven't gone. I mean, like. No, we went to. Galway, I play in the back. Oh, really? Okay. I'll play in the back there. Uh, and I'm 
I play, I play so well there. It's What's like, the name of the bar that's next to Galley? God, I can't think of it. It was named so many different yeah, things. But the late, that's the we late, late night bar. Yeah. Yeah. They have they have pool tables. I don't know. There's a lot of those a lot of those real, real late night bars. I don't play pool there because everybody's super fucked up and I don't want to get in fights with people. Sure. So like my perfect bar was like when I used to live by Cork Lounge. I would go there. Cork Lounge. Yeah, it's on Addison by the Brown Line stop. Oh, okay. So I would go to Cork Lounge. Uh, the bartender would play great, like unbelievably great music, and I would play pool, and I just loved it so much. But you go to these other bars where there's just like all these drunk shitheads, and they want to <laughs> fight and play. You know what I mean? It's just like so. It's so aggressive and so annoying. Yeah. And so you know. So I haven't played as much, but like, yeah, I love like after a show, I just love playing pool. Well, you you had a pool table in your basement. I did. I did. But and you don't have your own pool cue. No, no, it's not nece- that's not necessary. That's not necessary. <laughs> but I just love going to these bars and 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 playing pool. Let's let's check back in with. Let me clear my throat just a little bit. To all the brothers in the place. I mean, that don't give a damn about what them ladies talk about. Cause you just trying to get show. This is a little weird at a bar when it's just like oh, it's all talking? quiet and he's like, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. Everybody over here, say fuck you over there." And it, you know, it's like, but it's fun. Um, and I just think too, it's just like playing a country song in a country bar is kind of boring, or a, you know what I mean. But like, if you play this song in a in a hillbilly bar, that's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Or and and it is like there are bars in Chicago where it's like it would be funny to play Waylon Jennings right now, right? Like just to see, you know, I'll, I'll play Poncho and Lefty and see what everybody says. Or there was like a that. well, you know, some bars have the skip button, right? I know Marquee has it. I know Burton Place has it. But that then you, you pay to know. skip a song? No, the bartenders will skip a song <laughs> when people are terrible. Well, here's why. Terrible. Uh, they created it at Burton Place. I want to say I took partial responsibility because we used to go to the upstairs, upstairs at Burton Place. Burton Place is a Shit show bar that's open till five in the morning. Chris Farley's hang out there. I remember in his yeah. book, Tim Meadows said that place was like it had felt like hell, like evil. Oh, it, it, oh, there's so many drugs yeah. in that place. But I've yeah. met a lot of my ex girlfriends there. But uh, the best part about that is you could put music in, so it'd be like summertime, uh, and everyone's having a good time. And then I would just put three super slow, sad like Christmas songs. Okay. Just piss people off okay. and the bartender be like stop this and yeah sure come and unplug it I, I'm, and i i'm okay with the bartender sure being like this isn't fuck around time you know yeah like because it, it kills their sales yeah but if you oh, slip this is when i was in my 20s i'm, I'm much more mature now now listen there's a there's a time and a place for everything and i feel like speaking of trolling any bartender <laughs> worth their salt would hear this and go okay this song's coming on hear what i did and then go you know what totally fine really yeah i think people would be upset there's a reason i put this in the middle it's uh it's my cool down well let don't even say what it is let's see if people figure it out because it's the exact intro of the real song As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, <laughs> I take a look at my wife and realize she's very This is, of course, the Amish Paradise. Amish Paradise. By Weird Al Yankovic. And I mean, this is like, okay, Weird Al might be, Weird Al might be the only, like, real comedy, you know, performer where it's like, it's like, okay, we're all gonna, we're all gonna agree that Weird Al did a great job there. And it's, like you said, you hear the, oh, okay, here we go, here we go. My, um. My friend uh, Julie, her husband, uh, knows the whole song and will go to karaoke and they'll play 
oh, we're going to gangster. Here comes he he comes with gangster's paradise. And then he would do Amish paradise, not even needing the words. I mean, you want to you want to fucking rock a crowd at a karaoke bar. Number one, you don't need the words. And then number two, you're playing you're singing a different song. Unbelievable. uh, Do you why? Why would you? Okay, but there's so many other. It's not bad. Okay, so do you know that his other songs are not bad either? I mean, I just feel like it's But like this, a, so like, if I did like the, you know, uh, Fat or like a Surgeon or like the, the Star Wars song or whatever, it's too like, obvious. fine, but this is like, people are like, oh, because he played DJ Cool, so okay, I see where he's going Well, because it starts with the gang, yeah, it's, it's so it's the close to the Paradise. real thing. And yeah. then it slips into Amish Paradise, and everybody goes... You ever, you ever seen that that meme with the they call it kombucha girl where she's drinking kombucha and her first face is ew but then she does like a ah and yeah. then mm, ah like that's, that's what, what I want for this song. Were you into? Did you as a kid? Did you listen to Doctor Doolittle when he had sure that? okay because that's how they, no no they no, no, no. Doctor Demento Doctor Demento sorry yeah. Doctor Doolittle Dr. I liked Demento. I like Doctor Demento but I also wasn't like you know the people who were like super obsessed with Weird Al and stuff yeah. as kids the n- nerds basically they were nerds. And uh, I wasn't that I wasn't I was nerdy, but I wasn't like I wasn't going to go like, in the closet. Yeah. Like my girlfriend saw him in concert. Yeah. She's just like loves Weird Al, which is great. But for me, I'm just like, oh, he's the funny guy who does videos sure. every once in a while. I, I like that Dr. Demento for like I remember in junior high, we used to listen to him all the time. Yeah. Um, but then I felt like all they played was Weird Al Yankovic. But there were so many other funny like yeah. fish heads. They had so many cool songs. I remember. Do you remember was, the Weird Al behind the music? I was kind of like, what are they going to talk about Weird Al? It was just kind of like it was very interesting. His behind the music. Oh, I thought it was a joke. No, really no, no. They legit did one, and he was just like in his dorm, and he would listen to Doctor Demento, and he's like, he would like go in the bathroom and record songs, and he was like, hey, "This is great. Keep making more of these." And then wasn't he into like polka and like his his like he was a profi- He like played polka. Like his family, I think, got him into playing polka at, at events and stuff. Yeah, but like, I don't know, man. I think if you play this at a bar, it's you're not gonna you're not gonna have anybody going what the. What the fuck is this shit, man? But you are trolling. Yeah. And I mean, if you really wanted to, if you want to show off, uh, you can do, then then you do the Coolio version right after. Right after. But it's a lot. It's fatigue. You know what I mean? You don't want to You don't want to do too much. Because then who knows? A bartender might go, what's this guy fucking doing? I don't yeah. like that. You can't do this. So, I don't know. I just think it's a fun middle song <laughs> to like loosen it up. Uh, sometimes I w- I'll go with a uh, like a two live crew or an NWA song, but he can't be too... You know, you gotta you gotta take it easy on women. Some of those old songs are a little, yeah, uh, so you know, they so, age well. Yeah, so it's like if you're gonna do that, you know, you gotta go with like, express yourself by N.W.A. instead of like, don't matter, just don't bite it. Which you you could have played in the '90s and everybody would have thought it was so funny. Yeah, and now you'll get like canceled. Oh my god, when those songs <laughs> first came out, I couldn't I, believe. I it. was so like, I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Do you remember the first time you heard like N.W.A. or Two Life? Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, it was uh, 100 Miles and Running, that album, Fuck the Police, when I heard that. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I knew all the lyrics. Dude, I, I like, if you showed me uh, all the old, like, different colored cassette tapes, I could, like, it was, like, I don't know what the, like, tan with, like, orange stickers on it. It was, like, so, like, I first remnants it, of the 70s. The EP was the one where they did the second version of Fuck the Police, and my cousin in Oklahoma was a huge rap fan. Yeah. And he got me into him. I came back and brought brought it to all my friends. Yeah, because they never we were. I blew every. Yeah, because my buddy in school, he's like, my sister has this made this tape. Like, do you want do you want to uh, listen to it? Yeah. 
and one side was all like the best of two life crew and one was best of nwa and i was like i, I remember game boy used to have like the first earbud headphones uh-huh and i would slide it up my sleeve and just sit in class with my with my hand Listen over my it. ear yeah. listening to it because i'm a music insider that's how you become a music insider you were becoming a music people insider people were learning how to uh, do math and i was like wow this two life crew is One day something else a, a radio show yeah. that's going to be a podcast and uh man oh man those songs just blew me away but again at a, it's it's tough to play those at a bar you got to play the right the right songs it's funny though at that time and people forget this at that time Two Live Crew was bigger than I mean, clearly they didn't uh they didn't stand the test of time, but yeah. at the time they were the biggest act. Definitely most controversial and selling albums, yeah. Popular wise. I mean it would just I just remember every time watching either MTV News or the radio oh, and they were they, always getting arrested and they would be like they Broward just County. they got a Broward County I remember that and then they did like banned in the USA yeah. on uh on the MTV uh, VMAs that year <laughs> and it just felt like a big deal and it felt like it was wild and then I mean with NWA that's a whole nother story because like, you remember they had a song called fuck Navarro and it was all like I guess either state's attorney or the governor's name was Navarro. oh that's so funny the whole song was yeah. fuck Navarro and I remember fuck, as a kid fuck. too and they're like he you can't be Luke Luke Skywalker like George Lucas sued them, and he's like, "You can't be Luke Skywalker." Oh, and he yeah. was like, oh, "Okay, fine." Um, but anyway, it's just that's just fun. Now in my mix, so we're going Weird Al, Amish Paradise. Yes. Everybody's laughing, and they're they're kind of having a good time. And who's what's going on here on this journey? They're asking I mean, everybody's themselves. like laughing, and they're they're oh yeah, it's so good. So now you you can't go back to like you know uh, uh, like a real heavy song. You got to keep it light. You got to keep it fun. And when you think of light and fun, Paul, you think of ska. This song is yeah. the epitome of why I don't like uh, the mighty, mighty boss tones now, and ska. There's multiple boss tone songs I could have played. This is the main one, right? But you want to go mainstream for everybody. Sure. You don't want to go with a deep cut. Uh, and I went with the uh, the most the most bar friendly mighty mighty boss tone song of all. Uh, here we go, baby. First time making a, a cameo on yes. Make Us a Mix. Yes. After. You, Yes. Probably the most spocked about. Dickie and Rachel, Barrett. VIP tape head Rachel, uh, sent me a beautiful uh, poster yeah. for the Dickie Barrett clothing line. I had no idea. I got to do some research. But you know the song, Paul. Come on, man. I do. I, and it it infuriates me. Wow. <laughs> I don't like them at all. Well, I mean. This it, when we way back when when we made songs that were like uh, we just can't stand. It's just goofy and shit. fun and dumb. I love it. It's just so fun, goofy there, and dumb. As a music insider, I feel offended that someone's making fun of the art of music. I don't know if they're making fun <laughs> of it per Unless se. Unless you're leaning into it like Weird Al Yankovic. <sighs> I just think I'm taking people on a real journey. You know what I mean? And it's not. And you don't have to pay attention. You don't. This is their to. most famous song. I probably yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't have to pay attention. Yeah, no, of course. You just it's listen background to it. music. You just listen to it, and it's just fun. His voice is annoying. Oh, the get out of here. horns are just over get too much. Get out of here. Too much horns. I just think it's so funny, too, to be gimmick. in a bar with like regular people and playing, like, even if it's this, which is like very mainstream ska, like, to just be like, yeah, I'm playing. Because you can't find a lot of ska in a lot of jukeboxes. You got, you, got, you got them. You got, like, No Doubt, which is like, that's not even yeah. ska. You know, Sublime, which is like punk ska in some cases. Um you know, it's just you're gonna get mo- you're gonna get a lot of pop punk. Which I feel again, like Sublime is over. That's like so overplayed in uh, in the world of jukeboxes. Yeah, Santeria. I, I mean, mean, yeah. But it's funny how many people. I and I hate Sublime. We had to cover you hate them. Sublime? I don't like them. No, I mean I think they're talented, but the music Santeria we had to cover. I don't know. It I, and in, uh, I think that we just 
at in a, if you're a certain age, uh, this was every. I mean, no. Sublime is like you can't even play it anymore because everyone's just like, oh, I don't know, man. They're not Nickelback, and I, and you'll hear people kind of no, use them as like a, in comedy. You'll use them as like, well, that aside, you'll, people will use them as kind of a reference of like, if I say, oh yeah, this, you know, like, like you listen biscuit, to Sublime, yeah. you're just like, Ugh. yeah. Which, but it's funny. I I'll be in a car with somebody who doesn't know anything, not a non-music insider, mm-hmm. and uh, listening to XRT because yeah. I've taken over the jukebox yeah. or, or the, the car. car. Yeah. And uh, and then all of a sudden, the song comes on, and they're saying, like, what are you singing? Like, oh, I love this song. And like, it's sublime. This is like, this. if we're talking about basic, this is like one of the most ba- sublime Santeria. It's not on your list. No. But, but this also, I would say Mighty Mighty Boston's would fall in that category. Just I think a lot of people that, are going to say, Paul, you're wrong. This yeah. is a fun song well, to play. Well, hey, you know what? I, I know a lot of people <laughs> message me when they disagree with me. Yeah. But don't be afraid to to agree with us as Listen, well. PaulMartyMix at gmail.com. Tell me why you don't like I trust my batting average. Mighty, I, Mighty I won the year. 2020 was mine. I had the least complaints, <laughs> the most that of boys. Uh, you know? You, are, you were dubbed the... The insider of the I people. won the insider of the P. I am the yeah. man of the people yeah. with this podcast, which is you're the Bernie wonderful. Sanders of the uh, of the podcast. Yeah, world. except I'm going to stick to what I believe in, <laughs> um, and I'm not going to cave into you, uh, the Joe Biden of the podcast. I am the, I'm many, everybody. Many, many are calling you the Joe Biden of this podcast, and I I will stay the Bernie. Um, Got the most votes. You know, I just sort of feel like uh, I'm 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 going to stick with ska. I've stuck with it over the years. I feel like it's if it's it's a part of me. Like if I had to do my pie chart, Sky's on there, yeah, and it's not going away. Um, if you if 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 you go to a bar and yeah. you walk into the bar, yeah, in this hypothetical, you could yeah. tell there's people wearing clothes that so, are mighty mighty Boston fans. What song would check you guys play? Check, well, that because this is like no 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 no. You're talking like if if I go into a bar. And I look After around. After Mighty Mighty Boston's concert. Well, no. You can't play this. No, no of course not. Of okay. course not. I'm, not. I'm not crazy. But <laughs> I go into a bar, and it's like, remember in The Predator, when he would look around and everything would be sure. like different colors? That's how I am when I go into a bar. I'm looking for trouble. I'm looking for fun. If I was single back in the day, I'm looking for, for babes. Just so I went to jump in. I'm like, okay, what's the vibe of this bar? And then I feel like, as a music insider, I'm sure you feel the same way, and everybody listening, if you're a music insider... You know what the bar needs. This might not be the same things I would play at the same bar multiple nights. Because some nights there's going to be, oh, man, it's a, it's fun in here. Oh, babe, we're going to get right into it. We're going to play some real fun songs. And then other times if it's just dead, it's like I got to pick up the pace here, man. So if I if I walk in and there's people who appreciate the Mighty Mighty Boss tones, you know, maybe we're going to go with some specials. You know what I mean? Maybe mm-hmm. we're oh, okay. You know, we're going we're gonna to maybe the go. The specials are madness. a good band. Or, Madness are those are I, I do like that, but it's it's tough too because there's some jukeboxes where it's like, hey, you want this song, you got to pay an extra dollar. Like you can go online yeah, and get sure. it. So that's when you can get into some some interesting yeah. stuff. The you deep know? cuts of Mighty Mighty Boss. Yeah, tones. like there's a uh, there's a wonderful. Um, is it the Scofflaws who have a song called William Shatner? Mm-hmm. I mean, if I can find that. I'm gonna play that to just have people go. Have people go. What is this song like? You'll pay the extra. I'll pay the extra just to give people the gift of William Shatner. What's a what's a hit song? Or I'm sorry, what's a song that if we go to the hypothetical of you being at a mighty post mighty mighty Boston's concert, you okay. could tell about. You know, it's at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago. So okay. the bars around there. Half the people were at the concert. Sure. Half are just regular sure. folks. Sure. 
people have that. I just danced a lot at a concert. Look, yeah, but they also played Mighty. I mean, clearly you can't play. So what am I going to play there? Mighty Mighty Boston song are you going to play? For the for the for them fans of of maybe maybe where did you go from you know which was on that's the also a soundtrack song, I, yeah but that's not like the most popular Boston okay. song I don't know I I think like you the know coolest soundtrack yeah it's, it's, which is a, one right, of my right. favorite soundtracks of all they're time they're in the video they're one in my, the, one of my the fa- movie yeah one of my favorite soundtracks of all time yeah, we've had, we've uh, and they are in the it. movie uh, and and I've quoted Dickie Barrett many many more times than anything on this podcast if you can't do it live don't do it yeah. I don't know. I just think like I mean, if you if there are people in a bar who were just at a band's concert, the last thing you want to do is play the play yeah, the yeah. the band that they probably closed with. Yeah, you want to play <laughs> unless you're uh, you want to play songs that unless those, you're the bands that play it first, like a crazy person. Y- you just want people who are there to be like, oh, this is also a good song in that mm-hmm. in that genre. Okay. I just feel like, uh, yeah, I, I think that <laughs> I, I don't I don't get the mighty mark. Well, mighty I'm Boston. sure. That what if this whole time you've been quoting Dickie Barrett, but it was really like Dickie Betts of the Allman Brothers? And then <laughs> yeah, it's like, correct. Wait a was, minute. Yeah. That's who it was. Wait, who would am that I change, talking about? Yeah. Like, what if, would that change your whole perception? Of, My whole life would be a lie. You'd become an Allman Brothers Could you Brothers imagine? Fan. And I'd be like, well, like, I grew up in the Westboro, <laughs> the West Memphis, Westboro, Memphis, whatever. And I'm like. Wait, God doesn't hate everybody? No, that's weird. And I thought they did. Um, who knows? But I, I just think like this is, and and again, I'm gonna do uh, a real fun thing here for my final song. I'm gonna bring it down. I'm bringing it down, and this I'm is, politely handing it over to the next person. Yeah. Now, this is a song I would not play if the bar was packed. This is an end of the nighter when it's trailing off. The crowd has to be over thirty. For sure. I mean, if, if I you, if you came into like a bar of all these twenty year olds, if I played this and you played this, yeah, everyone would look at you. They'd be like, "This is the guy who played it." Yeah, this would be like in my in my dating days. If I went home with a very young girl, uh, if I'm like, you know, if I was in my <laughs> like, late thirties and I went house? home with like a twenty something and we're in her bedroom and I play this, her roommates on the couch would be like, "What the fuck is this old man doing in our apartment?" And I'm talking, of course, about poison. Every rose has its thorn. I mean, you play this in Indiana, you're gonna get a couple. You're gonna get a couple of these, but they're gonna hold their drink in the air, Paul, and they're gonna go like this to you. They're gonna give you the head nod, the attaboy. This will get you some attaboys in, in Indiana. So, <laughs> yes, what can I help you with, Paul? The uh, last song I performed live on stage. Every as rose a has a thorn. Was the Baby. song? Uh, it's on my Instagram from December 11th. At uh, Merkel's. Come on. But um, but I, I, I what ended up happening is, and, and this backs your credibility. Uh, they asked me to go on stage to do it because I used to play music at this at Merkel's open, which was two and a half Persians later. Yes, one of the finest open mics in in the history of Absolutely. Chicago. Absolutely. Um, and they go, come on, and and I did this song. Everybody was on board, and then said, do a second song, and I did. Uh, now canceled. Ryan Adams come yes. pick me up, and nobody listened. Yeah. Which is the oldest rule of uh, thumb is go out on a high note. And of course, I didn't listen to it. What do you do when you're playing a cover and the crowd's just like, you? can you tell they don't know what it is? Or, yeah. Okay. Right away. Or they're not into it. 
But that would and be it's like, one of those like, doesn't everybody know this song? But if if you if you covered every lo- rose has its thorn at a bar, like you said, yeah. where it's like people over thirty, they're gonna everyone's on board. They got their lighters oh, out. Oh yeah. But you do it at a bar uh, right across the street. The, Merkel's is in Wrigleyville, which is a shit show in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But if you go to one of the bars right across the street, which is like a you know more clubby sound, yeah, and you start playing this, it would be a bunch of twenty two year olds going, "What the fuck is happening right now? Sure, where's Justin Bieber?" Yeah, I mean, I think that this is just a fun song to play when, you know, the the bar again, when the bar is sort of like emptying out a little bit or it's a it's one of those like Sunday afternoons. Yeah. You know, uh what I like to do sometimes, you know, back before uh COVID and everything, if it was like a a Saturday or a Sunday and I was walking by a bar and I looked in and there was just like a couple people in there, I'd be like, mm, "I'll go in there real quick and have one." Like I love like a one one beer and leave. This and, is a song uh, you'd want to hear. Yeah. I mean, if someone played this, I would be like, what a fucking treat, you know? But I don't know. It's not for everybody, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, Poison, you played it. Why did you play it? Why did you select this song to play? Pleaser. I'm a crowd pleaser. Okay. I, See, mean, I mean, sometimes you know the crowd. Listen, I was, as a music insider, as a real music insider, Yeah, I was a DJ at a bar. So I had to play music to figure out what the crowd wanted. Okay. And I played at a bar with kids who were 19, 20, 21 in Champaign, Illinois, at the at the University of Illinois. Yeah. Cam's most popular bar in, in town. Okay. And you had, to, you had to pick and choose your battles. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what is that? My big surprise finale. Uh, um, but Poison, I mean, obviously, this is the 90s, so people still were listening to Poison. I yeah. mean, this grunge had taken over, but yeah. this would have been a good song to play at the end of the night. We played Closing Time. Obviously, at the end of the night, as a Jew, as a DJ, basic baby, it was. It just came out. I know. So I mean, now I I agree with you, but back in the '90s, it was. uh, It was the way to end the show. Yeah. But back then, people would come in and want to hear certain songs. I'd be like, Uh "Well, if you like this, you might like this." Yeah. So this also reminds me of uh, back in the day. Do you remember the commercials for the compilation CDs? Of like every bad boy has a soft side, and it would be all the like power ballad hair uh, from the yeah I do. I love those videos. They're always like slow motion of them playing live. Yeah, and then it's like it's the Bon Jovi Dead or the Alive. Flame, I will be the them flame. touring. You th- oh those, my god, this, these tri- these poor musicians they tour all over the world for us. They're passing out on stage. Their security guards are carrying them off stage. That was this video. A lot of those videos back then. Well, that they talk about it in the book. Yeah, how everybody wanted the. I love that idea of uh, everybody just saying, "I want the blank video," or "I want to sound like blank." Like, there's a lot of that in the "I Want My MTV" book of like they mimic it. They saw yeah, it. And like when Robin Robin had that. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. Like all the every every female musician was like, "I want my song to sound like that." Yeah, yeah. Like they talk. You know, well, it's the same. Art, a lot of those people are, are writing for all the yeah. same artists. Yeah. So. But so. that didn't happen back in the day. These. Brett Michaels and these yeah. folks were all writing their own music. Yeah. Allegedly. I saw a very interesting uh, video. Do you know the band Soul Coughing? Yeah. So uh, Mike Doty, the lead Head singer. Guy, yeah. Uh, he did. He was, he was, uh, it was a video on YouTube. Circles. Circles. Yeah. That's one of their hits. Or oh, I thought that Super Bon Bon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he is a video of him playing live and he's telling a story about how. So when Billy Corgan was on Joe Rogan, he had that really interesting interview where these music executives took them out to breakfast. They came to Chicago to watch and they're like, listen, you're going to have to let the whole band in on these, on the writing, oh, the, yeah, the credits. Talked about you know? this, yeah. So Billy was like, no, they're my songs and they're, they're, they're mine. So the dude from soul coughing was like, 
okay, whatever you say. Salty about it. Yeah. He's like, and I didn't get any of my money. Well, because he, Mike Doty went on to do a solo project that was successful. Billy Corgan, I mean, all the Smashing Pumpkins lineups. Well, I mean, he was him. he was salty. He was a little salty, I felt. Mike Doty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About, yeah. about, letting, about listening to them and being like, yeah, fine, you can all have the But look at this. how it worked out for them. Well, I guess it didn't work out for either party, if you think about it. I don't know how it worked out. Well, think about think about the pumpkins where to this day you just he just had James Eha come back. Sure. But it's his band. Yeah. But yeah. he's had seven different lineups. Sure. Just sure. when he tried to do a solo under his name, it's not gonna work. People Does go, Dave Grohl And I heard the new Pumpkins album is great, by the way. Does Dave Grohl include everybody in the I'm writing sure credits he does. and stuff? He's learned his lesson. Interesting. Because he's he's fired a lot of people in that well, band. Wilco, uh, James uh, Tweedy also does the same thing where he has uh, he has uh, he gives his people a lot. Of- so as a music insider, musician and lawyer, what what do you think? What's the way to go? Um, whatever it is, the deal has to be consistent. There's certain when when Shoeshine Boy the album came out, there were certain songs where I, I wrote. I was like, I want to keep these because I thought they were yeah. going to be the hits. Yeah. And then there were songs that, you know, everybody contributed. Uh-huh. The, the rule of thumb is arrangements you don't get copyrights for okay. or publishing rights. You get them for the writing, the structure, Lyrics. whether it's a hook. Oh, the hook. Okay. Yeah, the hook or the lyric or the music. Okay. So, for example, the most obvious example is Every Breath You Take, Sting wrote the song, yeah. but the the hook, a lot will argue, was Andy Summers' guitar. Oh, cards, okay. But Sting didn't share it with the band. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like, I mean, if you hear... Like Slash, play the beginning of Sweet Child of Mine. That's well, how he, he used to just lot, he used to just warm up with right. that, and it was like, "Ooh, let's that put should... that in the song." So and I would that... be mad if I was like, "That's my riff I used to warm up to," and you guys when we made if a song about it, if it, it becomes and I don't a get hook the of the song, yeah, and it's a it's a it's a it's a sliding scale. A lot of people argue about it. Yeah, I remember being in a studio arguing with my guitarist about who wrote the part for a song and then the producer like left the room. Do you ever give a comic a tag for a joke and then you're like, "I gave you that yeah. tag," like, "No, you didn't." I'm like. Of course yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. That's some it's of the greatest tags I've gotten were from other comedians. Yeah, it's interesting how another comic can look at it and go, "Why don't you do this or do this then that?" And you're like, oh, "Yeah, yeah." Fuck, man, I remember being like so excited when you like figured something out and it was like time to unveil. But if you it. don't write it write it down Fuck. right away, you forget the next day. Poison, interestingly, <laughs> interestingly enough, I told you before we started recording, I just watched on uh, one of the VMAs. I think it was like '91. Uh, C.C. DeMille C.C. DeVille was First of all Him and downtown Julie Brown Are like They're doing like A bumper uh, Before they go to commercial Where they're like Don't forget to call Like the 1-900 number For like the fan pick Of the song of the year He is He looks like death He looks C. C. like death DeVille. Pink hair So skinny Drugged out of his mind He looks so fucked up mm-hmm. And um, And then when they played I, There was like Some miscommunication And he wanted to play The one song And the other band went, they, The other guys in the band Wanted to play another song Arsenio Hall introduces them and he they starts playing the wrong song. So yeah. they're like, I guess we're playing that song. And then they're, they're turning his guitar on and off because he's going crazy. It's just like, it's so wild because you're watching this thing where everybody plays their best and tries their hardest. And VMAs were a big deal. Yeah. And it was then, a big yeah. deal. And it's just, it's just a guy fucking around on his guitar. And then it's like, and then Arsenio Hall introduces them again. And then they play like talk dirty to me or something, which is what he thought they were going to play yeah. originally. And they're playing it, and uh, uh, I don't know if they were gonna play like Unskinny Bop or something Whatever. first. And then he's playing, so then he's playing Talk Dirty to Me, and then he's just going crazy on his guitar. And Brett Michael, to his credit, is trying to keep it pro, and he just keeps looking over, and you could tell there's this disconnect. Yeah. Like you're just like, something's not right here. 
Uh, and and then you know they get in a fight. I think you get a fist fight after, after the, show, the show, and he's kicked out of the band or yeah. whatever. So yeah. what are you gonna do? What can you do? So let us know what you thought of my mix. I stand by it. I'll still play these songs at a bar whenever that happens again. It'll be an honor to play Motley Crue's Kickstart My Heart. If you uh, hear any of these songs, if you if, hear Amish if, Paradise when you're in a bar. If you're ever in a bar. It's definitely Marty. And you hear. Go say hi. <laughs> I think a lot of people would play that, but I think you're the only person that would play Amish Paradise. I gotcha. So this is a wonderful song. Can you turn this up a little bit on the on the speaker or whatever? This is uh, the Scofflaws, William Shatner. I'll pay a little extra to play this every once in a while. This is a good one, baby. That's been the show. Message us, paulmartymix at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Next week, we will do my list. Yes, Paul's five-song jukebox mix. Uh, if it's anything like your past couple episodes, it's going to be very controversial. I don't think so. And uh, you can let this play a little bit. I don't think the Scofflaws are going to uh, sue anybody.